Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. going on everybody welcome back to the wealth accelerator podcast hunter lowry here i'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy not just short-term wealth all right guys have you ever just decided to do something you didn't ask enough questions and it ended up not being exactly what you expected yeah you know me neither (laughs) oh my gosh i was just thinking about it when i first started as an advisor Um, It was an interesting thing because as you guys know, I'm an independent financial advisor. So basically all of the marketing campaigns and any client that I bring on is just from the fruits of my own labor. Um, I don't get any leads given to me. Nobody's coming to Sierra Ridge Wealth Management just because of our brand name, you know, not like a Wells Fargo or a Merrill Lynch or some of these major companies out there. So um, when I first started, I had zero clients, zero dollars in assets, and it was just kind of thrown into the fire and okay, go get some clients so (laughs) and i didn't really know what that meant so people were giving me all sorts of ideas to do you know trade shows and give seminars and do all these different things door knocking um, anything you can do to just continue to get in front of people so again i didn't know what the heck i was even doing i just thought everything was a good idea and i was just excited to literally try anything so um (laughs) i was talked into starting to go to home and garden shows And the home and garden shows were great. And I do know that there are some advisors that do really, really well from them. And um, they they can be a good thing. But I did not ask any questions about it ever. I just thought, okay, I'm just going to say yes to everything. If I throw enough mud at the wall, something's going to stick, right? So I didn't ask, you know, how I should get it set up. What should I bring? Um, Anything at all. And if you've ever been to a home and garden show, you basically just walk around, you know, basically normally it's a fairground or a convention center or some big location that there's plenty of space and there's just booths everywhere. You know, a ton of contractors, gutter cleaners, spas, um, people that sell tile. I mean, anything that you might need for your home and garden, obviously, hence the name. (laughs) But the goofy thing was, so I got all my stuff set up. I went and got a banner made. I got a table skirt made. Um, I got some pens to hand out and all this stuff. And I had my Sierra Ridge Wealth Management booth at the Home and Garden Show. And I did two or three of them, but it was always so uncomfortable because I don't know why, just it it felt really weird, like it just didn't quite fit in because it was, you know, like I said, general contractor, pool person, wealth management, and then maybe a um, landscaping company right next to me. And so every time somebody walked by, I would always get the same remarks and they'd say, you know, oh man, I wish that I had some wealth for you to manage. I'd definitely give it to you, but I'm broke. 
or they'd get they'd look, come over to your booth and they'd try to see what's going on and the second they read wealth management you could see absolute fear just come across their face and they would run away like i was you know trying to steal their confidential information or something so a long story short it never went well i did not get a single client from the home and garden shows ever not one they're also really expensive. I mean, I, I believe it was a while ago, but I think I was paying 2000 maybe $2,500 for two or three day weekend just to sit there. And oh yeah, you have to sit there all day. They don't want you to tear down early. So it's a long three day weekend of just hanging out. I mean, every once in a while, someone would just entertain me and, and talk to me a little bit, but nobody was ever really interested. It was more just kind of making jokes. So <laughs> uh, I have completely avoided the home and garden shows from now on. I've found much better ways to market myself and to gather clients and prospects, but it was just pretty funny as I was thinking about this, like, man, I should have asked so many more questions. Like I could have talked to somebody that had done home shows before. I mean, probably should have asked people what I should have prepared at my booth to actually draw people in. Cause if at, at these things too, you need to have some candy, some, some toys. I mean, something to hand out cause people love coming and swiping all the stuff off your table and hopefully you can strike up a conversation. But again, it just, it was not a good process. So all of this to say, you need to have an understanding of what to ask your financial advisor before you ever start working with one. And even if you, you know, maybe you're looking for a new advisor or you're working with one currently, if you never ask some of these questions, it might be good to just go back and get a better understanding of who they are and, and what exactly they do. So during my introductory meetings with new clients, you know, when we meet in person, I of course, I, I have my routine that I go through of what I like to learn about them. And we always start by talking about you. What do you like to do? What does your family look like? What do you do for work? And what do you want to accomplish? Basically, I'm always trying to find out what it is that you want to accomplish and how can I best add value to your current situation if we do work together. So we go over all of that fun stuff. A lot of times it's very similar goals that people have. You know, they tell me, oh, Hunter, we don't want to run out of money when we, re when we retire or we want to help send our kids to school or we want to make sure that we're handling our tax situation in terms of our investments correctly. And basically, we just want to get the green light from somebody that it is okay for us to make major financial decisions. Again, whether that's retiring, purchasing a second home, anything like that. But a lot of times I find that people, they don't really know what to ask me in order to learn more about my business model, my investment philosophy, and what our relationship really would look like if we do work together. And not that it's it's not all about me at all. It's more important to learn about you. But still, just from doing so many of these first meetings, I think it helps to have a list of questions that you can ask your advisor so that you really have a good understanding of what you're getting into and you don't look back a few years later and say, oh my gosh, I did not even know. I wish I would have asked these in the beginning of this relationship. So, of course, one of the most important things to ask is how do you get paid? And it actually surprises me how few people ask me that question. So I make sure to always build it into our intro meetings because I think it's a very, 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 very important question to ask. And again, most people don't, so I just bring it up myself. But lots of different advisors have completely different fee structures. So you wanna make sure you're working with somebody who sits on the same side of the table as you, not just wanting to sell you some random products and never talk to you again. The way that I personally work with people and what I think is the best is by having a fee only relationship, meaning that 
I charge a flat annual fee based on the assets that I'm managing for you. Uh, and there's no extra cost for trades, advice, planning, extra phone calls, nothing. You're not going to get hit with random fees that you didn't know about. All of that falls under that flat annual fee. So it's simple. It's easy to understand. If the market's doing poorly and your investments are going down, my paycheck goes down as well. That's what I mean is sitting on the same side of the table as you. A fee-only advisor cannot just go make a bunch of trades in your account and rack up a good commission for themselves. Our paycheck fluctuates based on how your account is doing. So you really want to understand that one and, and make sure that you're not getting taken advantage of, of course. So another really good question to ask is, how will our relationship work? And by this, I mean, you know, how often are you going to meet with me? Am I going to know what's going on with my accounts? Do I have online access to things? Or am I just going to be randomly calling you, trying to get a hold of you to see what the heck's going on? You want to make sure you have a clear understanding of what you can expect from the advisor and how you're going to be kept up to date with everything. Also, you want to ask, what's your investment philosophy? Because there are so many different ways to go about the investment process. Some people like individual stocks. Some people like low-cost ETFs. Some like mutual, like mutual funds. Some rebalance their portfolios often. Some don't. Some trade options. Some use alternative investments like REITs and things. But you want to make sure whatever the strategy is, number one, you need to be able to understand it and explain it to somebody else and make sure that it makes sense to you. And number two, it needs to align with the level of risk that you're willing to take on. And at the end of the day, I always tell people this, when you're choosing who you want to work with, the most important thing is to make sure that it's somebody that you trust and that you see yourself having a long-term relationship with. Because this person is going to be asking you questions and wanting to know a lot about your financial and personal lives. So the more that you can trust them and open up to them, the more successful that that relationship is going to be over the long run. So again, whether you're looking for a new advisor or maybe just never asked your current advisor any of these questions in the first place, hopefully you know you can learn a little bit more about that person and feel better about uh, the decision that you might be making when you're deciding who to work with. So if I can ever help, you can always go to my personal website at hunterlowry.com. There is a link to my calendar. You can book a one-on-one -on -one discovery call with myself, we can talk about your financial goals and talk about a game plan to help you reach those goals while taking on the least amount of risk. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.